overhead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoot, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Welcome to the Texas Toast Podcast. I'm Miss Helen, along with a sweet, precious girl that I met recently, well, back in March at the Texas Regional Radio Awards, in which you got an award, but let's announce Taylor Dunn. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited that you're here. I've thought of you quite often ever since we met. And so, yeah, we met up that night. We're visiting. And then you get the award for New Female Vocalists of the Year. I mean, I was completely shocked. Um, so was my family. So it was such it was such an exciting thing to actually win. I will say it was very surreal. And um, what made us really laugh after is my dad. He was filming the nominees, you know, when they announced the award to hear my name be said as a nominee. And he stopped filming when they said the winner because we literally thought there's absolutely no way. You know, I'm new to the scene. This is my first time being nominated. So, yeah, we were I, I didn't even have like anything planned. I was completely shocked. So, <laughs> wow. Love it. And speaking of your family, your family ties, um, you grew up in San Antonio area. Yes. Yes. And you come from a musical family. Music was a big part of your family. Yes, absolutely. My dad really, I think, started the whole music thing with us when we were very little. And I say we, cause my sister, um, she's about three years younger than me. And, and we used to just sing all the time. I mean, we have so much home or so many home videos of us singing. And, um, I think he just kind of noticed that I took to it maybe a little bit more. Um, and then my dad's side of the family, I mean, every Christmas Eve, all guitars are out. My uncles, I mean, we grew up singing all together and my cousin, you know, he sings as well. So it was very musical and we kind of always had that present in our family. Yeah, you've just kind of taken it and run with it. Your voice is so strong. Your songs are so good. We're going to get into some of your songs. So then you went on to A&M. What did you study at A&M? So I have a business degree from Mays Business School at Texas A&M, which I totally enjoyed my college experience. Um, I couldn't speak more highly of the university that I went to, and I'm lucky that I got to go there. Um, and while I was there, I did sing a little bit. I would perform. I was in a sorority there and I did a lot of benefits and got to kind of, you know, try my hand at performing on a bigger, bigger stage there. And I, of course, played at some bars and stuff. And then when I got to Dallas, I feel like, you know, I went into a normal corporate life and things kind of took over with that. Um, and then honestly, during the pandemic, I was like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to bring it back out. I need to get back out. This is something I'm passionate about. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it's just kind of taken off. I feel like a little bit. So that was during the time when you recorded your, uh, greener grass EP. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay. And so do you write most of your songs you co-write? I do. Um, all of the songs on my EP, um, I've, I think I've written one or two or three by myself. And then the other, um, three, one was with my cousin, And then the other two were just with a friend. Um, She's a professional writer and and had the interest of doing it. And we just kind of were like two amateurs, like, let's see how this goes. 
And then um, more recently, I do have a couple songs that I'm waiting to release. And one of them, I, I did get to have a co-write with William Beckman. So that was super oh, wow. exciting. Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, let's, I want to talk about, of course, your first radio release was Homesick When I'm Home. Yes. And that is just, that is such a Taylor Dunn song. And like, <laughs> you're the only one that could have done that song. I absolutely love it. So tell us about the backstory on that one. Well, I think for me, it's very personal, but I tried to write it as generic as possible in the sense that call out my hometown and my current city. So it's definitely very specific, but I think a lot of people can relate to this idea of, you know, being a young adult or even just throughout your life, if it's college or when you're older and you move away, just this kind of tie to your hometown. I feel such a strong tie. Like I struggle when people ask me, where are you from? I probably should say, they probably mean, where do you live? Which would be Dallas. I've lived here for almost eight years, but I always have to say, well, I'm from San Antonio, but I live in Dallas. <laughs> you know? I've, I've been around for a long, long time and I love my hometown and I still have my hometown roots and I still, I immediately go to my hometown and right. I'll say, oh, that's, that was my little girl hometown where I grew up. But now my big girl hometown is here. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. And I think people can relate to that. And I, you know, the homesick when I'm home thing is just this like, you know, confusion almost, or like this tie between two places where of course I love my adult life. I've made a life for myself here in this city and I have my friends and I have my work and my own things. But San Antonio has, is such a big part of who I am and my family lives there and has so many of my memories and big milestones of growing up. So it's just like pieces of yourself. And that's kind of like the homesick when I'm home, you know. Beautiful.
then you followed up with never done love yes <laughs> very personal Some, yeah that was very personal <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that song I wrote with um the same friend that I wrote actually homesick when I'm home and she had the idea and it was kind of funny it was during a time in my life where lots of my friends were getting married and I just kind of felt a little bit left behind like you know what's wrong in my life or what's wrong with me that I haven't experienced this, you know, seriousness of love. And she's like, have you ever thought to write like never done love, you know, cause my last name is done. And that's originally what she thought, like how it could kind of tie. And I'm like, that's a little too cheesy for me, but in the, the true sense of the word, never done love. Yes. At this point in my life, I had not. And so I'm like, let's just, you know, let's pour it out. Like, this is something that I can really speak to. And I hope people can relate to it. And yeah, I love that song. It, it, it's like I said, it's very personal to me. So maybe you think I don't deserve it. I've never felt like that before I've never done i
when I listened to the EP and like literally like I I teared up and Aww. I wonder if you're gonna guess which one it is ruby red yes. diamond drink I knew you're gonna say that <laughs> oh wow I'm so glad that you had that reaction to it because that's kind of the hope I had for the song talk about personal and I again this whole EP is very personal to me all the songs um but this one is the one I'm most proud of I wrote this song for my grandmother, um, as you can kind of pick up in this song. And I'm just happy that I was able to do it justice. Her, I mean, it's her story to tell. I, I don't think I would ever really get into the details of it uh, publicly, but just the fact that we have this connection and the ring, I mean, she did pass it down to me. It was a ring she bought when she thought, you know what, I've got to take off this wedding ring. I want to wear something nice. And she bought herself this, you know, it really is. It's a, it's a ruby with diamonds around it. And I'm the first granddaughter and she, and she handed it down to me because she wanted to see me enjoy it. Um, and I'm just so happy that we have this special thing together. And I, of course, played it for her to get her blessing. And um, of course, our whole family's crying when we listen to it. So I'm just glad, like I said, I'm glad I did it justice. Yeah, it it, it literally, because my, my nanny, my grand, and I was the first she and I had a super special bond. Like she was my hero. And I think anything major in my life, I would call her. And when I listened to that song, it was like, I remember going through her jewelry box and yeah. it was like, and I, I just like pictured her standing there. It's like, that song is, I got to stop. It was no, just, I'm glad that's, yeah. that's the feeling that it feels for me too. I mean, thankfully I still have my grandmother with me and I hope we get more, you know, as many years together as we can, but it's definitely like this little piece of time now that I was able to put in like a, a pretty box that, you know, we'll always have. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's a really, really special song and yes. I hope people can listen to it and kind of take in the lyrics and, and see that. When you grow up in a small town, seems like you're on a main track to settling down. She married early just like the rest And keeping up with the Jones was her only test At first But she couldn't dream up the hurt To the outside it seemed like they had it all Four kids and a restaurant down the street from the mall Until the day he walked out the door Shine 
let's move on. So what have you been working on? I know you were kind of getting to that a few minutes ago. So what can we look, I mean, have you been in the studio? Yeah. Yeah. So right actually the day after the awards, I had a studio session, so I could not stay around too long. I was like, I got to get home, you know, and rest and be ready um, tomorrow. And I went up, I record at Rosewood Studios. Yeah. I love, that's the, I love those guys. They're good friends. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. They're the best. They're just like, they've been so great to me and so supportive and I feel very comfortable with them. Um, and they're super talented. Uh, so I went up there and recorded my next two songs. Um, one I did get to ride with William. Um, he's, I mean, my gosh, blowing up, but him and I met at a, at a charity event that we both got to sing at back last October and, um, just kind of became friends and we're able to write that song together. And that song's called Oklahoma. And I'm super, super excited to get that one out. I finally got the, the last, you know, official cut and I'm just so proud of it. He really helped me make it into this full story. Um, and I think, I think most people will like it. I hope at least. And then, um, so that will probably come out. I'm assuming around September. Um, good, good. Yeah. And then the other one I wrote by myself, um, it'll probably just depending on Christmas, you know, I feel like sometimes you release a song and depending on how it does, then you got to wait maybe till yes. next year that that one will come out. Um, but it's, it's different. It's, it's, it's called wishing you would have stayed. And it's a little bit different than any of the type of, I feel like musical stuff I've put out so far. So I think it's just a matter of, honestly, I'm trying to stay super genuine to myself. And if I like it and it speaks to me, I'm putting it out. And if people pick it up, that's great. And if not, you know, that's fine. So, (laughs) so you're juggling a lot. You have your um, job and plus still working in your music, which that's amazing. So are you have it, do you have any time or like to do some little live shows? Yeah, I've, I've, I feel like this past um, year and a half, I've been boots on the ground, really trying to get out there because of course there's so many benefits from performing live and getting an audience that way. Of course I've worked the radio. Spotify has been super great to me. I don't know how I've, been able to get on these editorial playlists. And I feel like the, the performing live stuff has kind of taken a little bit of a backseat as I am juggling multiple things. I, you know, unfortunately at this time, I still have to keep my normal job so I can fund right, music right. stuff. And I, I mean, I don't necessarily like to always advertise that because, um, I mean, I don't want people to think that doesn't mean I'm not taking it serious. It's just the fact, I mean, I have to have funds to be able to pay everybody does <laughs> everybody does yeah yeah it's just i'm being real it's just that's how i am able to, to well, that's, get this stuff out. that's the real life of musicians it's, yeah it's juggling a full-time job and then doing right. music yes yeah so then i think the main thing right now that i'm really trying to focus on is writing i mean it's been something that i did not used to do in the past to be honest it's something that i tried and i felt like i was um just didn't think I was good at it. And as I've gotten older, I've been like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm able to write some stuff and, you know, co-writes are great to, to get a different perspective and have some help. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to focus on that. I book all my own shows. My sister and I are kind of the yes. duo together. So we are still like getting on, the, you know, trying to book stuff. So we'll just see as things come up. I mean, I will say compared to when I first started, I was like anywhere that will have me any restaurant, any bar. I'm like, please let me play. And now that I've had a little bit more um, exposure, I'm like, okay, let's be like a little bit more thoughtful about where I'm performing and um, try to make stepping stones to where I can continue to get those bigger shows. So that's awesome. So I know going back, I know that your family was a huge musical influence on you, but were there any other um, 
people that you listen to or, you know, influences? Absolutely. Um, I mean, growing up, I'm, I'm a nineties baby. So the early two thousands, late nineties, Shania Twain, Dixie Chicks, um, huge influences in the music I listened to. We grew up around a lot of George Strait and Merle Haggard music. Um, but most recently Taylor Swift, um, huge writer like that I look up to in terms of how she I just think she has an effortless ability to write songs and make them specific but also generic enough to where everybody thinks it's for them which I think is such a special thing um I don't know Haley Witters is another kind of newer Nashville artist that I really look up to with her writing as well and Casey Musgraves those are kind of like oh yes my influences yeah yes okay well I guess before we wrap it up is there anything else that you want to mention that maybe I didn't get to? No, I'd say I just am happy that I got to come on. I'm happy that people are liking what I'm putting out. Um, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm, I'm new out to this, you know, kind of scene and I'm, I'm happy with how it's going and people have been me and, um, it's, it's just fun that I get to do this. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds. All right. So one last question before I let you go, if you were a cocktail, what would you be? I know this question. Cause I do listen. <laughs> I know. And I probably have a little bit of a different answer, but I think I'm an espresso martini. Oh, wow. That is my favorite drink (laughs) because I'm a coffee lover. I feel like it encapsulates both sides of the coin, like, you know, the morning, the night, and it's it's refreshing. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's the first (laughs) one. And I think you've sold me on that one. (laughs) You've got to try it. I know it sounds crazy, but if you haven't and you like coffee, you will love it. It's a great I do. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Taylor Dunn. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. And with a heavy tongue, she knew where from as she left I dare to say well, you can go to hell hell I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home well take away these city lights put me on a one way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, oh, this cowboy hat, oh, the way I like.